0: Okay, everybody, we are live! We're live and live and live again. So, I'm um, giving everybody a few moments to get back into the into the channel. <clears throat> and, uh... Going back on... Yeah, my buddy Nathan's been wanting to watch these live, so I try to get him, uh, you know... Uh, no one anyway. So I think my boy is back and uh, I just want to get him uh anyway, this one's gonna be a little longer, than the other one. That was just me promoting the Capital One quicksilver card in the last video. And um I have my reasons for promoting it. One, I want you to follow my referral link, I'm not gonna lie, but also I just like I like it. I like having a credit card where I can get reward, I can get rewarded for things I'm gonna buy anyway. So I might as well get the cash back. Um it's the way I look at it. So by the way, I'm drinking what I like to call a White Eagle Remedy. He's my Native American uh, partner in crime, and it's, it's sage tea. He got me hooked on sage tea. I love it. I don't smoke the stuff. I know people who do smoke it. But, um, yeah. Anyway, let's see here. Oh. Mm. Trying to get pumped up right now, you guys. I'm trying to... I'm feeling pumped right now, though. Mm. Alright, so I'm back. So today we want to talk about financial freedom. This is a subject I'm pretty passionate about, and I think um, I think you guys should be too. Because financial freedom, the way I look at it is like this. Financial freedom is highly important. If you're not trying to be financially free, if you're trying to always work your way towards retirement, or have a 401k, look 401ks are not bad they're not exactly the worst thing in the world I'd rather you have a 401k than nothing at all but if I'm gonna tell you guys how to honestly when I tell you guys how to do it you want to invest in the in my my the same thing the saying goes and I'm sorry if I'm stuttering a little bit I'm a little bit jittery right now um, <clears throat> the saying goes and, and let me try and have this make sense. If you're poor, you're overspending. The poor mindset means you're overspending on things you don't need, on, on things you may need too, but you're overspending in, in, in the middle class. Middle class mindset is save, 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 <coughs> buy a little here and there, kind of live a scarcity life, right? That's the middle class idea. And then there's here's the poor mindset though poor mindset means you're always in scarcity you always think there's a finite supply of everything in the world and that's not the that's not the mindset you want to have scarcity mindset is pretty much a poor mindset if you have a middle class mindset you're pretty much in scarcity mode and you're also saving so when I middle class is kind of a step up uh, from poor but <clears throat> anyway That Sage tea's really got me going, man. I'm telling you. It's actually like the first time I've had it in a while. So last time I had it, I was over at my buddy's house. and <sighs> Yeah. This stuff's intense. I might not want to do this too much, but I'm feeling a little anxious. <clears throat> That's okay, though. I'll try it to... Minimalize the usage of the T here. But I should be good. Should be good. Anyway. um, Show must go on. Anyway. So the whole thing for me. And the way I look at it is. Financial freedom is important because I want everybody to have the ability to to live out their lives to get passive income and and, and passive income's super important. It's one of the most important things in my mind. Because um, being able to get a live to have a living to you know what I mean? <laughs> Making a living's one thing, but having your money work for you is another. It's something that I pride myself in that I make my money work for me like all the time. Um, And I plan on a lot and I keep doing it. Um, I I, I eat, sleep and I breathe investing. Um, I read a lot of books. Not only I don't read I don't read. My whole life isn't just investing. I talk about it quite a bit, but um, I'm an asset guy. I'm not a cash guy. I don't hold cash. I mean, I do in my brokerage a little bit just in case there's good deals that I can take advantage of. Because look, I don't know when a market crash is happening and I don't know when the best deals are gonna come about. So it's always good to keep an eye out on what may be available and what, what may not be. Um, but yeah, just really excited right now. Just, just, Just a, the pure fact of the matter is I can I get to teach you guys i get this is so much fun for me and i I feel like a child sometimes with this. I just want to teach people how they can make more money because I know it's worked for me um but it does take a little bit of discipline. it takes some discipline. I'm not gonna lie. you have to have a a level of I don't, I don't how do I describe this you have to have a level of not caring about your money in a weird way. So because I think cash is trash, I have no problem putting it out in the markets. I think that's what the difference between me and everybody else is. I know so many people who put their cash out as if they, they can't let like go of it, they're like, oh, put it out in the market, oh, I'll do this. And then, then it's just like, then they see the market dip and they take it all back. And they're like, oh, I almost lost it all. Truth is cash is trash. Inflation is happening. It's real. And you must treat inflation as a real thing. Because look, with the money that's being printed by the Fed, we're on a long road to ruin here, folks. It's not pretty. It's not a pretty life. Um, So what you need to do, get assets, and stocks are a good way to get in. I would, you know, I would say real estate, but if you don't have a lot of money, stocks are your best option. Because one, you get to buy, you get to buy into a company. I recommend stocks for people (laughs) who want to eventually get into real estate, right? You know, what's funny is you can, you can slowly invest into stocks, let their value appreciate over time and keep putting money down. If you want to do it the slow way I do, like I, I do mine in a very weird way. I've been able to make gobs of money doing my weird, options trading and options philosophies, I act like a hedge fund. But if you are afraid of taking too much risk and you don't want to act like a hedge fund, that's totally fine. That's why I do this show. I let you know there are plenty of options because I actually play the market in more than one way, which is really neat. I play it in so many ways it actually would baffle everybody. One brokerage account, like I said, both of them are pretty much boring dividend stock collection ones where I find great companies and I just... I stock up on them and I take their dividend payments and I just don't look back because I know it'll appreciate in value over time and I'll be able to get a dividend payout just by holding it. So I'm all about the eventual appreciation and the compounding of it all. And also there's buybacks. You, you can't forget about the buybacks and, and they increase their dividends as well. It's fantastic. I, I, I cannot say enough how much I'm uh, a huge proponent, obviously, of. I just believe in the dividend. I believe in the uh, passive income. But I also believe in trading too. So don't get me wrong. I've got two accounts I specifically have for gathering stock and just taking their dividends and doing the slow roll there. But Robinhood, I use Robinhood for trading. I'm a swing trader, not a day trader. Don't ever confuse that. Day trading, in my opinion, is the art of the idiot. If I was to write a book, I'd call it the art of the idiot. And it would just be about a guy who day trades all day. I think day trading is stupid. You want to get in and then the next day see what happens. And then maybe get in a little bit more. Next day see what happens. And maybe eventually sell. That's the trader's philosophy in my book. I'm a swing trader. I don't have a set date. I'll hold for as long as I need to hold. That's what swing traders do. We're players. No. No. Um, but swing traders hold as long as they need to hold as long as they feel they need to hold, and they'll do what they gotta do. So I'm taking out my wallet and my keys because they're taking up too much space in my pockets. <laughs> but I want to just see how everybody feels about this. Um how do you feel about um oh just in general, how do you feel about feel free to interject in the chat, but how do you feel about cash versus assets? Are you afraid to put your cash out into the market? Are you afraid? What is your fear? I like to. This is one of the things I like to ask people because I do like to understand people's fears. I noticed that once I understood what I was afraid of, I was kind of able to understand why I was afraid of it. So people have this fear of the market. People will ride in a plane, right? People will drive a car, but no, they'll risk. People risk their lives every day, whether they realize it or not. You're risking your life 24/7. So if you can risk your life, why can't you risk your money? This is, the, this is my argument I make all the time. I've seen people blow their paychecks at a casino. These same people, by the way, are telling me it's risky to get into the markets. And I'm like, because they think they think it's a big old casino. And I tell them, no, the odds are actually well in your favor if you play it long term in the stock market. You try to play a gambling machine long term, money's out the window. <coughs> You will get robbed by that damn casino. Point is, you have to play games where the odds are in your favor and where you can implement effective strategies. This is one of the reasons why I love the markets. This is one of the reasons why I love playing stocks long term. And I love market crashes because the fact of the matter is everything's on sale. And I want to get good companies on sale. Also, their dividend yields go up like crazy. Because, the, because you get because you're buying it at lower costs so that means the price of what you get you get more bang for your buck so you want a market crash and you want to get the best dividend companies you can during a market crash cuz get Coca-Cola ooh get Pepsi ooh ooh it's making me wet um but yeah no i just think uh let's see what else we got But yeah, I want to make this one a little bit longer. I'm not going to go on all night on it, but I just want to make this a long segment about financial freedom and why uh, passive passive cash flow from assets is huge. You want, um, it is the key to financial freedom. That's the title of this video and that's the truth. I wanted the title to just get the point across right then and there. Anything else is just fluff. Honestly, no. I do have more important things to talk about. So what you need to do, before you can get into any market into any vessel and here's the thing stock market's a vessel real estate's a vessel gold silver as commodities are in in themselves a vessel i don't necessarily constantly recommend them because they don't produce anything they do have value because they are sought after and the value goes up over time but they don't produce anything so you have to wait out your value i will admit with stocks i could buy I could buy Coca-Cola today on the dip, right? And maybe cash out tomorrow at a 2% profit and call it good. Just depends on how willing I am to how long I want to hold it. Um, You can make quick profits in the market, which is really nice. In a week, I've been able to make like 500 bucks. I've been able to make 700 bucks in a week. Mind you, this isn't always the case. A lot of the times I'm only making like 50 to 100 bucks in a day. That's it. That's about it in the way that I trade. And then a lot of the time, I end up putting the money stashing in my bank account somewhere, and then funneling it into one, <laughs> funneling it into one of my other uh, brokerage accounts, <laughs> so I can collect the dividend payments. So I'm a weird guy. I like to shift my money around. I like to move my money around. I like to keep it in different things. I like to keep it inaccessible to me. Of course, I still keep enough money in my bank account to where I can pay off my credit cards if I need to at any time, whenever I I only have two, but I only use them as basically replacement debit cards for (coughs) cashback rewards, and I love it. Um, Pretty excited, though, being able to use the card and, you know, get more things, get things I need, of course, just food and important stuff. I really just prefer to invest. God, I wish you know. I wish I could put my credit card under Robinhood and just say, "Hey, take it from my card," and then I'll pay off my card. And then they, they would never give me cash back for doing that shit, though. That would never happen. That's like a, that's a pipe dream right there. But yeah, this sage tea is fucking great. I had like a mild. I think it's, I'm not used to it, but I had like sweaty palms for just a moment when I was drinking it. I just think I'm just not used to it. It's also really piping hot, so <laughs> that's another factor. Um, but yeah, tea is the greatest. I'm just going to say that right now. I Being able to try this has been like out of this world. <sighs> but I love it. Um, but I'm trying to think about what else I could talk about with you guys for a few more moments. Um, I, think it was, I just want to give you guys the... I don't know. I just like helping out people, um, being able to help you guys out with whatever marketing uh, market needs you guys have. Um, I, I just got to, I have this urge to teach and give the best advice I can. Um, yeah. But the path to financial freedom is not cash, not just having cash because cash in itself is, is deep. gets devalued over time. They print so much of it. It's, if buying power gets lower it just is not good not good don't hold on to cash stocks are good um, stocks are basically inflation proof good companies though not all companies are created equal don't go for shitty penny stocks those are my he, heed my warning stay away from penny stocks um, unless you really kind of gotten to know the company and, and think it's actually going somewhere because you know, a lot of them are well-intentioned companies. And, you know, honestly, um there's a couple, though, that I've looked at. Uh, my buddy got me into one of them. I won't reveal which buddy of mine has this. But uh, Sensionix is one my buddy kind of recommended to me in, a, in, a, in an interesting way. And I, I do agree with some of the things about it. It doesn't have a crazy amount of debt. And it looks like it has a good product. And I think... It could be one of those companies that, if it were to get bought out, the price per share would actually skyrocket depending on who bought it out. It'd be kind of cool to see like a company like uh, Johnson and Johnson or or like uh, Pfizer or something big ass company buy them out if they realize the product's good. So hopefully, maybe the company gets bought out by a bigger company so the share price skyrockets. Um, <clears throat> I really like that from a buddy. It'd be cool. Uh, Like I said, I don't name specific people I know who have certain positions. I just don't know how they feel about me naming off their positions. So I leave them to be a mystery um, on the on the channel. Um, But since the onyx, though, I I can say is an interesting one. I thought about uh, betting against it not to be a dick or anything, because but to actually help my buddy out in the event uh, in the event things went south, I give him like a profit of it or something. Because first off, I kind of don't trust penny stocks too much, even if they are pretty good because I just don't know what the future holds, especially in, in turbulent market times. It's a turbulent time in the market. I'm having trouble trusting it. And uh, yeah and by the way, you can get crypto as a pa- form of passive income. <coughs> Although I got to admit, the way I use a lot of my the way I generate a lot of my income is kind of a, I'm an active trader. On Robinhood, I'm a very passive trader on TD Ameritrade and Weeble, but uh, Coinbase, I'm very passive. I buy and hold crypto, but on Robinhood, I every, swear every I'm always moving my money. I'm always moving my money into different assets and different different things, taking profits here and there, and doing what I got to do and just rolling with it. So uh, it's fun, though. I got to admit, it's it's entertaining and uh. I'm just glad I get to teach you guys all this stuff. It's a, it's a fun ride. <coughs> um, but yeah, honestly, just keep drinking the sage tea, and I'm loving this shit. I may start drinking this stuff at night, because I don't know how... I have to get used to it if I want to start drinking it while working, you know what I mean? Because sometimes drinking stuff like sage tea... While you're working, might not be a good idea, because I I don't know if I'd have like a huge anxiety attack. I really have to get used to this shit. But anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about you. Mm. So, you, the viewer, okay? Uh, hold on, Jesse B. I'm sorry, I didn't see your chat there. <clears throat> I don't know when you put it on there, but what's your view of Tilray stock? Okay. So my view of Tilray stock is <coughs> um, I've looked into them as a company. They're not bad. Um, they did a merger. I can't remember which merger they did, but. Uh, hmm. Anyway, they merged with a really good company. I can't remember what it was. It was another pot stock company. And they realized that they were just better off if they combined buy in forces, which is smart. Synergy, synergistic combinations of these different companies is best. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> is Tilray a buy for me? I wouldn't necessarily bet against it, but I wouldn't necessarily bet for it either. It's just something, If I if I feel neutral about a stock, I don't get into it. Like, I have to feel one way or another. I have to feel it's going to go up or I have to feel it's going to go down. And not just feeling, by the way. I, I say feel a lot, but I really do look at statistics. And when I look at the statistics for Tilray, I think it's an average company that if it does grow, it's a slow growth. And if it does decline, it could be a rapid or a slow decline. I'm just not too sure about it. This, the whole pot stock space right now is very it's very unpredictable, and we just don't know what's going on with it. It's all of extreme risk. Um, <clears throat> but I do bet against the really shitty ones. Sundial Growers is one I'm definitely very... Much happy to get put op- put options on it. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, just totally happy to get put options on a lot of those. Just, there's just a lot of there's a lot of good companies, uh, pot stock companies. Canopy Growth is one of my faves. Aurora Cannabis turned out to be a dud, and I uh, bet against Aurora. Um, <coughs> yeah, it's just a lot of. Co- <coughs> Ooh, sorry, guys. Anyway, there's just a lot of good companies to bet against. When I say good companies, I mean, like, I know they're trash. Um, Sundial's been my favorite. Uh, Aurora Cannabis has been my favorite. I made quite a bit of money betting for them and betting against them, oddly enough. I just, I got I got the timing right for Aurora every fucking time, I swear to God. Um, what else we got? Uh, oh, boy. My back is killing me. Hold on. mm. Okay, so path to financial freedom. There's multiple ways to do it. There's not just one way to do financial freedom. You can do it by a lot of different vessels, but the main ones, in my opinion, are you know anything with liquidity. Um, stocks are liquidity. Um, God, I love owning stocks. I'm not going to lie. I like owning options contracts. I like doing it all. It's, it's an obsession of mine. I've just been so successful with it. Um it's not for everybody though. I think it just depends on your level of how much do you love volatility? Is a question you need to ask. Ask yourself when things get volatile, when you're emotion if you're an emotional person and you get emotionally volatile, do you handle it well? Well, do you handle other people's volatility? Well, that's another question you can ask yourself is when when somebody freaks out, how the fuck do I handle their volatility? They're up and they're down, they're up and they're down. We have coworkers like this in our lives. We have friends, family members. Um, I think personally, just like I have one hand experience, I have to thank my mom a little bit because she was a very volatile person when I was growing up. Um, So I have to thank my mom because I understand the nature of volatility. There are ups and there's downs and you just got to be able to roll with it and know what to do when when there's the downs and there's the ups and you just play with it. (laughs) So there's plenty of ways to do things. Um, There's no one one way but i recommend for me personally what i've been able to pull off and i think you can pull it off too whoever's watching whether it's my buddy nathan whether it's um white eagle the goat um yeah so i don't know there's a lot of ways to play this market there's a lot of ways to win so i just want to see people win and um but yeah if you guys have any sort of input um uh, on this, oh hold on. reverse Oh, Afria. So <laughs> Jesse, thank you. I, I just uh noticed that. So til- so they merged with Afria, that's cool. Okay. Okay. I dig it. And uh I wanna to try to add something on here real quick. I'm gonna try something. Text free type. Okay. Oh um, it's fine. I'm looking at something through the OBS the OBS settings. Um anyway. <laughs> yeah, Jesse, to your point, my friend. Um yeah, I think uh, yeah. you know, Tilbury merged with Africa which isn't bad, but it, it could also be just two really shitty companies. Who were on their last leg and got desperate and you know this is their last ditch effort we don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing you know sometimes not all synergistic uh, mergers are always that great it just depends and uh yeah. mm. i like to play with volatility though uh, my, my most recent uh investment has been coinbase It's a way for me to get exposed to crypto while owning a piece of a big company. Um, Do I trust Coinbase completely? Eh, Sort of. I don't know how I feel about Coinbase, to be honest. But Coinbase, uh, as it dips, I do buy into Coinbase a little bit. I've been using fractional shares on Coinbase because I don't trust getting a whole share. Because I don't want to be the bag holder. I really do not want to be the bag holder at all. I see so many bag holders these days the biggest bag holders are the ones who bought doge at a really high price big bag holders man <coughs> i just don't you know a uh, rule of thumb for everybody is if everybody starts talking about it you're already too late seriously that is probably my best advice i can give anybody if everybody's talking about it if everybody's talking about it you're already too late that's just the sad truth of the matter and i've learned this so i try to get in early i try to find really good companies um and here's the thing you know there are companies that everybody talks about coca-cola for instance um but they're constantly good and they constantly have good earnings so there are certain companies that even though everybody talks about them you can still get in Uh, but with crypto it's so funny because when people start hyping it up you can i will admit you can start playing the momentum train it is possible with crypto to play momentum the momentum rise up because when the bull run happens with crypto that's where you can make some decent money and that's how i've made a lot of money on Robinhood through crypto is just by playing the bitcoin train right get in let it ride um i am really hoping that crypto goes back down to 10,000 i would love it if crypto went down to 10,000 for bitcoin well bitcoin is my favorite crypto um ethereum is pretty neat um financial freedom though is a big thing and like I said, there are multiple vessels, multiple ways to get financial freedom, real estate, any sort of asset, any sort of commodity, gold, silver, <clears throat> get stuff that pays you stocks. Um, I love stocks. Stocks are just easy. I love it. I don't have to deal with anybody, you know, like you get paid a dividend for a good stock. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just entertaining. It's, 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 it's fun. It's fun for me. So, um, so make sure that you're just being smart. Um, get get into good companies. If you are going to play some volatile trades, um, I, I got to admit, I'm loving Coinbase. I like Coinbase. Just for the record. I'm in love with Coinbase. I'm starting to fall in love with Coinbase. Um, why, do you ask? Because, well, one... I use Coinbase personally. It's a great platform to trade crypto. I don't think crypto is going anywhere. <laughs> I think people are loving it. The only thing that scares me is the possibility of the outlawing of crypto. Uh, it's possible. Uh, in some regions, some countries may outlaw cryptocurrencies. And we don't want that to happen. But it could happen. So... We, I don't have all of my money in crypto. I have some money in crypto, but I don't go full bore. Don't don't put your life savings or and don't even have life savings. Don't even have life savings. Just have good investments. Okay. Crypto, I would not consider a good investment. It's more like a good day at the casino. When it comes to my crypto, I I, I expect to lose all my money whenever I put money into crypto. I usually end up pretty pleasantly surprised, though. But I also do know that I try to get in when everybody's telling me to sell it. I always get into Bitcoin when everybody tells me to sell it. When it's dipping, that's my favorite time. You should get in when it's dipping on Bitcoin. Ooh. Don't get into Dogecoin, though. That's a trap. That's some bullshit. Dogecoin is a shitty coin. It has a shitty proof-of-work system. A Very shitty. Very shitty here. Uh, very shitty. Um... Fuck! Oh, it has no cap. There's no cap to how many Dogecoins can be printed in the in the leisure, in the overall what do you call it in in the blockchain. So Bitcoin at least has a finite supply. Bitcoin is digital gold, whereas uh, Dogecoin is essentially the uh, right before Germany had to got desperate and got Hitler in office. There was like a currency they had that they overly like printed out. And it just was worthless and people didn't give a shit about it. That's what the U.S. dollar is becoming. But Dogecoin is basically that. It's worthless. There's no limit to it. Don't do it. Bad idea. Bad call. Bad call. Bad move, guys. Bad move. Hmm. Hmm. I love Sage. Not going lie. I feel like mentally alert right now. Like, really mentally alert. Like, I'm usually pretty mentally alert, but this is like, I'm on another level. Yeah. No, but, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited. What do you guys think? I just want some opinions. Uh,. Try to think of anything else I could talk about. There's tons of vessels, but you have to really engineer yourself to be mentally prepared, mentally ready at any time to get into these vessels. The problem is you have to view cash differently. How do you view cash? Well, because I'm able to make a lot of money because I view cash as trash. I believe assets are king, right? So assets are king. Cash is trash. Um Blah, 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 blah. Let me get into my notepad real quick um, so you guys can see this. And I'm just going to, I'm going to see if it lets me do this here. Um, This is my notes from last week's show. I'm just going to control A, get rid of those. Don't need those. Anyway, so I want to just kind of go over a quick recap. So assets are king. Boom. Cash is trash. Don't burn it though. use it for assets for the accumulation of great sexy assets all right what's the what's the other thing we learned today i know it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like a nagging teacher like what do we learn today class um, but no i you know cash is trash put it in assets take your chance with those assets i truth be told I would rather put my some of my money into Bitcoin than actually just keeping money. Like, I don't save money. Like I believe in the accumulation of assets, and I think it's just smart to do it. Um, uh, cash is trash because it is printed so regularly. Regularly and... Has no real backed value. It's not even it's, it's it's backed by faulty government promises. This is important, you guys. That's why I'm writing it down. So that's it. Assets are king. That's all you really need to know. If you want to know the truth, be an asset collector. Can I tell you something about BlackRock? Let me get back. Let me get back to you guys real quick. BlackRock is one of my favorite um asset managers in the world. I was talking to my buddy Nathan about this. They do what you should be doing. They do what I am doing. I do what they're doing, actually. They're the ones who inspire me. They are an asset management company. but They have so many assets that they manage. I thought, what if I was to be BlackRock for myself? What if I was to manage my personal assets the way BlackRock manages their clients, Right. This is smart, so why not do it? So I manage all my assets very similarly to the way BlackRock does. I manage all my investments the way a hedge fund does as well, Um, and they're all correlated. And um, I buy put options as insurance, and this is what I want to talk to you guys about. It's okay to buy stock, but buy put options as a form of insurance. Nobody, and this is what pisses me off about everybody out there in the market, nobody and I want to, this is specifically to one of my buddies out there, the buddy um, out there who I know has Sensionix, right? I'm going to tell you this right now, because I, I hope you're watching this later on or now. I don't care. Sensionix, my friend, it's a great, it's actually not a bad company, and I think it's going to go somewhere. But you can, you cannot, you can't, you can't buy a house, right? You can't buy a house without fire insurance, right? So I want you to think of put options as fire insurance for a house. In that house is Sensionics. Your investment in Sensionics is the house, okay? This is important. So get to put contracts to protect the assets, right? Just in case. You don't have to buy a glob of them. Make sure, okay. (laughs) make sure these, make sure these options don't expire until like, I don't know, six months from now. Think about your car insurance, right? You're paying your car insurance every month or six months, right? So do the same with put options. You want to protect your underlying bet. You believe Senseonics is going to go somewhere, dude, right? Cool. That's awesome, man. (coughs) So to protect it get a few put options that don't expire six months from now and then if the if the option expires worthless then think of it as having to pay the insurance to protect it right so you paid the insurance you paid the piper cool cool buy uh, another put option once that expires just in case chances are since the onyx my friend is going to do pretty good i i do like the company You, you honestly kind of pulled me to it i didn't expect to like it but you did your homework you did your research and I don't think it's necessarily a bad company. In fact, and I was impressed that it was a penny stock that wasn't even cuz most penny stocks are pretty heavily shorted. Sensiconix really wasn't as heavily shorted as I thought it would be cuz like I said most penny stocks aren't or are heavily shorted. So there must be something about this company if not everybody's shorting it, you know. So I was pretty impressed by it. Um I think it might be a Robinhood favorite. Uh, I don't know. I'll also look at it, look at the top 100 popular list or something on Robinhood, see what it looks like. But, but yeah, my buddy um, in Sensionix, I'm down with it. I, would I invest in it? <laughs> Thinking about it. If I did invest in it, though, I'm definitely going to make sure I get some put options. That's, a, that's for sure. So, uh, you know, lesson learned to my buddy. Uh, it's not too late, by the way, not too late to get those put options. You should still have time. In fact, let's look at Sensionics right now. Hell, I was on Capital com. Let me go to Yahoo Finance real quick. Here, I'll let you guys look at my, my window real quick. Look at my screen. Ooh. Berkshire sheds nearly all of Wells Fargo a holding. Wow, since 1989. Okay. Buffett's clearly not liking the management there. I love Yahoo Finance, by the way. If you want to monitor the markets every now and then, Yahoo Finance is solid. Um, so, take a look, see here. Okay. Uh, Sensionics. Sensionics Holdings. So this is the one that my buddy was uh, so big on. And I got to admit, I'm so they do say it's overvalued though. on Yahoo finance. Another reason why I like Yahoo finance is that, uh, so this is kind of cool. A neutral pattern is detected. So that means that it's not really heavily shorted. It's not really heavily. Um, of course it's going to be overvalued because it's, it looks like it's a starter company, but they just, they have a product. Um, my friend was talking about and, um, I wanna see what their earnings look like though. And a uh, shout out to my buddy, like I said, I'm not gonna name him. I don't know if he wants to be named. If he wants to if he's watching right now and he wants to get in the chat and say, Hey, that's me. He can do that, but um I just don't know how he feels about me revealing his stock picks. Whoever he may be. It's a mystery man. But um Okay. It's the only thing I don't know how to do on here is look up earnings. It's actually kind of funny. Oh, here's the earnings. Here we go. Um, ooh, that's a massive loss. Eeks. Yeah. Look, it's not the end of the world. There are some companies who do have massive losses, but yeah, let's see. I, I will tell you this, my friend: do not dump your position, though. Do not dump that position. Back here. All right, so I wouldn't dump your position, um, but I definitely would, uh. The to put options just to just to buffer your ass man you might as well get rewarded if things go south that's the way i look at it it's the way i always look at it um <clears throat> that's why you got to hedge your bet. you got to get insurance on really good hold if you have if you have vast holdings on something um getting those six month put contracts may be your best bet at least you get some of your money back and if you really really are heavily heavily into this company keep it going, but I'm not exactly against the company. I think it's, even with that loss, my buddy Nathan actually said his name. Fuck it. (laughs) My buddy was the one who got me, like I said, he got me into the the company. I'm not fully committed to it yet, but he did make some damn good points. So, um, so I'm going to roll with him. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, since the onyx, like I said, I still, man, I still think you got to get those put contracts though, bud. If you're watching this, whether it's live or whether it's afterwards, just get the fucking butt contracts. Get it, buddy. Get it, man. Just a couple. You don't need to get like a whole boatload, but get enough to kind of protect your butt, you know. <laughs> um, usually you can get a six month one that's not too expensive. Um But really, though, man, protect your ass. That's all I ask. I mean, you got such a hold. You got a good position. Um, you might as well protect it. You know, because if you do feel like it's going to go up really high, you know, just in case, protect your position, please. Yeah, you're my friend. I care about you, and I want you to get insurance on your positions. If you would get insurance on your car and on your house, you should get insurance on your stocks. In fact, just to let you know, there have been times where the where the put options as an insurance policy saved my ass on certain companies. And I have positions on them. So, especially with the UVXY, I'll tell you. I'm loving, by the way, I'm freaking out. I'm like, I didn't realize how much the Sage T was going to make me happy. Uh, I've been a little bit depressed lately. And... I don't feel, and I don't know if it's like a, what do you call it, Um, placebo. I don't know if there's a placebo effect here, but I just don't feel, I feel kind of good. A little happy-go-lucky right now, and it's like fucking 10.36 at night. But yeah, I needed this. I needed some sage in my life. I didn't realize I needed it. Sage is cool. Um, I really hope you guys got a lot out of this. I wanted to make this kind of a long, kind of a special episode um, for my buddy, Nathan. Um, I do these also for my girlfriend, but she I don't think she could put up with half of my shit that I do. I, I On the videos, at least. Um, I usually give her... <laughs> my girlfriend, for instance, um, if you have any significant other in your life or any family or friends um, and you want to share some of the advice I give, please, I actually want people to share every single bit in peace of cause I put my heart and soul into this stuff, even though I seem so nonchalant, I, I really do. I put a lot of work into making this a better show. Um, it's a slow progress. I'm not very good at it. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not like a, I'm not a beast at this. I'm getting better though. I'm getting better. I still think I'm the chosen one. Um, but yeah, share this advice with your friends, you know, um, let them know cash is trash, even though it's an unpopular opinion. Some I've heard people say cash is king. My buddy Eric, um, I will say, <coughs> told me all the time cash is king. And I was like, sure it is. Sort of. It, it's nice. I mean, you still need cash. You can use cash. It's it's a usable product. And any dividends you get from like stocks, for instance, you get cash. So, But holding on to cash is stupid. You want cash flow. You want cash flowing towards you, right? If you have cash sitting in a savings account, it ain't doing anything but sitting there and also getting lower in value. <clears throat> so I'm just uh, I'm just excited. I like uh, I like being able to tell you guys all these things, all these crazy cool things. But you need the cash flow. It's all you need, man. Get more cash flow in your life. Um, but thank you guys for viewing this one. I'm uh, I'm not gonna go to bed or anything. I might make another video tonight. Don't know yet. Still thinking about it, though. It's still in the back of my mind. But um, I hope you guys got some good value out of this, man. Um, Nathan, I'm making one last, last plea to you if you're watching this. Get put options on, on sensionix Fuck it. I'm just going to say your name. Get the put options. It's insurance. It's fire insurance just in case the building burns. You know what I mean? <laughs> Is just in case your stock goes under, it's a great way to protect your ass. I'm not going to lie. <coughs> so protect your butt or else I might touch it. Anyway, thank you guys for taking the time to view this video. Thank you, Nathan, for putting up with my insistent advice. Thank you to my girlfriend who always puts up with me <laughs> and uh, she. But she is thankful at the end of the day because I was able to get help her get more money through just periodic trades. It's just really nice little profits here and there. But <clears throat> anyway, thank you, guys. I'm going to help you guys keep profiting and just be smart, be intelligent. Diversify is not a bad thing, by the way. It's okay to diversify. Get some index funds. Get some bloody index funds, man. They're not bad. Anyway, later, guys. I'm talking too much.